as per the leading of the Holy Ghost, I would draw your attentions to the book of Timothy, second writing of the book of Timothy, chapter number one. The Lord says, do it again. Hallelujah. I've ministered on this scripture before. God says, do it again. Hallelujah. This time he says, unlock your gift. Unlock your gift. <laughs> Spirit of the Lord is searching, looking through his house. I saw him, showed it to me last night. He's searching and he's looking for the vessels that he has placed in his house. And he's asking for wine. He's asking for bread from the bakery. He's asking for wisdom from the intellects. He's looking for prayerfulness from the warriors. He's searching. And many are not in their places. They are busy doing other things. Those that are in their places are operating below their level. The Spirit of the Lord says, it's time to unlock your gift. If you could stand with me just for a few more minutes, we'll read Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6. It says, could you stand quickly? The Bible says, wherefore, I put thee in remembrance. Remembrance. Seems like you've forgotten. That thou stir up. Everybody say stir up. I mean seriously, say it this time like you mean it. Stir up. The gift of God. Which is in thee by the putting on of my hand. Here, here, is, here is something very profound. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power everybody say i've got the spirit of power say it like you really believe it i've got the spirit of power i've got the spirit of love i've got the spirit of a sound mind come on one more time i've got the spirit of power I've got the spirit of love. I've got the spirit of a sound mind. Shake your neighbor's hand real good and say we are going to unlock our gifts. Come on, reach over to somebody and shake their hands. And let them know we, I'm going to unlock my gifts. You're going to unlock your gifts. It's going to be trouble up in here. Amen. I'm not going down for the count. I'm not quitting. I'm not turning my back. I am going to unlock my gifts. Jesus is looking. He's waiting for me to step up and to step out. He's waiting for me to manifest and articulate his kingdom. He has said it's time now for you to come out of the wilderness. And it's time for you to command some things into being. Take your seats. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you, thank you. You may take your seat. Hallelujah. Now, Paul speaks to Timothy and he admonishes him by way of reminding him to stir up the gift that is in him. This is necessary because Timothy had many things in him. 
But at the time of Paul's writing to him, he was not operating in all of them and at the capacity to which he was given them. The same thing is true of you and me. We have many things in us, right? Many, many capacities, many abilities. But we are not operating at the level of them and we are not using them to the degree that God has gifted us to use them. Thank you. Thank you. And so Paul had to put Timothy in remembrance that he stir up the gift that is in him. He reminded him of how it was confirmed upon him through the laying on of his hands, Paul. The Lord has given every single one of us gifts, abilities, empowerments. And they are described as the gift of God. That expression is used around eight times in the King James Version of the Bible. The gift of God. And it is used to speak of the gift of salvation. For example, in St. John chapter 4 and verses 10 through 12. When Jesus, amen, was met by the Samaritan woman at the well. Of course, it was, I think, Joseph's well or Jacob's well. Amen. And uh, the woman was asking, you know, inquiring of Jesus. Jesus had asked her for water. Amen. And she was giving Jesus argument. And then Jesus said to her in a very arousing manner. If you knew the gift of God. And who it is that asked you for water, you would have asked him to give you drink of the living water and you shall never thirst again. You see, we have to understand that God has given us gifts. But like he asked the woman at the well, that if you knew the gift of God. You see, many of us have the abilities, but we do not know. The measure of them we do not know the power of them we do not know the purpose of them but yet we have them oh my god what a woeful thing amen that we have these things and they are within us and they are not being used come on somebody lift up your hands and ask the lord to show you what is in you that is not being used i am called in the kingdom for such a time as now i have things inside of me but i don't know that i have them and i don't know how to use them lift up your hands and ask the Lord to show you what they are in you so salvation is a gift of God you don't work for it you can't earn it you can never do anything to get it God gives us salvation you have the gift of God which is the Holy Ghost right and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost Acts 2 verse 38 it is something that God bestows upon us not because we are good but because God decides to give us then you have the gift of ministry which is the gift of God and the gift of ministry is spoken of in Ephesians chapter 4 amen from verses 7 through 13 where it says that when God ascended upon high he gave gifts unto men to some he give apostles to some he give prophets to some he give evangelists to some he give pastors to some he give teachers for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ amen and for the perfecting of the saints 
So God give ministry gifts that the body might be edified. So the gift is not yours. It does not really belong to you. It is coming from God. It is given to you that you might profit from it and that the body of Christ might profit for it. I want you to lift up your right hand and decree and declare today that I have gifts from God and that I am going to begin to use them at full capacity. Somebody needs your gift. Somebody needs your anointing. Somebody needs your ministry to come into effect. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 7, the Bible says that every man is given his own good gift. In other words, you have got your own good gift. Nobody needs to be threatened. Nobody needs to feel intimidated because Sister P, you have your own good gift and I have my own good gift. Paul, for example, was a church planter. He went from region to region planting churches, raising up the weakness of Jesus. But Timothy was not a church planter. He was gifted now as a bishop. He was gifted also with the gift of evangelism, but not like Paul. So sometimes we have a way of sitting back when we see people with the same gift as ours operate at a greater level. So if I can't sing as well as Sister Javine, for example, when I see Javine at the mic, I might feel intimidated because I know that Javine's got it bad. So when she opens her mouth, she doesn't even need the A3 to hum too good because she's got a set of pipes. So when she says, I almost let go Santa Cruz feel it I felt like I just couldn't take life anymore Jerusalem is having a revival the devil had me bound but Jesus come and grab me if I am in church and I know I just love to sing but singing don't love me and I hear sister Javine cranking it I might feel intimidated but minister Williams maybe Javine have a 5,000 voice uh, maybe I have a 500 voice and when I get into prayer meeting and I begin to swing sweep over my soul earthquake sweep over my soul sweet spirit sweep over my soul Javine is in prayer meeting and when I hit my rest something in Javine's feel a fire hallelujah but if I allow Javine's anointing to intimidate my anointing then I will refuse to sing even when it's my turn ah oh Lord shake somebody and tell them I don't bother be intimidated let us both intimidate the devil let us both get the devil packing and running you sing at 5,000 and I sing at 500 but we are gonna give the devil diarrhea I don't hear anybody in the church I'm anointed and I know it somebody give the Lord a hallelujah right there everybody has his proper gift that's actually the word in Corinthians you have your proper gift but remember now, it is God 
that give. Wealth and substance is also the gift of God. I know we have become so antagonistic to the false version of prosperity that we don't want to hear anything near pros, let alone prayer, let alone everything. But according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and Ecclesiastes chapter 6, prosperity and blessing is the gift of God. You don't have to say amen, but it is so. And maybe that's why many of, many of us are pauperized because we are not walking in the gift of substance and blessing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Solomon was the richest and the wisest man on the earth because it was the gift. Do you remember when Solomon prayed and when God asked him, what do you want? And Solomon asked God for an understanding heart. He actually never prayed for wisdom. He prayed for an understanding heart that he might lead this great people. But what did God give him in addition to the understanding heart? He gave him wisdom. He gave him wealth. He gave him power. He gave him dominion. He gave him great things that were associated with the gift of understanding. Stay with me, brethren. It is the gift of God. I promise you I will not be long. The Holy Ghost has not given me a long one today. There's another category of the gift of God, which is the gift of leadership and power. This is uh, itemized in Ephesians chapter 4. Those are gifts of power. Those are gifts of leadership, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. There are many other gifts that are spoken of in the Corinthians 10th chapter as well, right? There are many other gifts, spiritual gifts that are spoken of, even in chapter 13, which is talking about love, which is also, amen, one of the gifts of God, right? But where I want us to focus for these few moments is on the gift of God for ministry. So here it is the case. That we have power, but we don't know how to use it. It is also the case that we have it, know how to use it, but refuse to use it. I don't hear the folks. There are many people in here gifted with the gift of healings and with the gift of working miracles, but we refuse operating our anointing hallelujah and Paul goes on to show what is one of the main reasons why we don't operate in our gifts and it is a spirit known as fear and fear walks with intimidation you see God said to the woman in John 4 that if you knew the gift of God you see she never knew that she was looking at the very Messiah she never understood that right there and then she was about to get the gift of salvation and so Jesus said to her if thou knew the gift that 
God is about to give you if you really know the power that is in you if you really know the authority that is in you when headache comes when belly ache comes I say when problem comes you will exercise the power somebody say exercise the power you gotta learn how to exercise the power for if you knew the Lord God that has appointed you unto miracles unto deliverance unto prophecy unto breakthrough if you knew the God that has anointed you to speak that which is not and watch it become then you would not allow the devil to make you a laughing stock you don't have any money and you get nervous you can't find any clothes and you're ready to backslide if you knew the power that was in you you would raise up your head look at the circumstance and activate and unlock the power that is in you headache in the name of Jesus I command you to go we are the warriors we are the gifted people we are the anointed people Jesus is the power behind the gift every gift in the church in the kingdom of God comes from God you don't need anybody to validate your gift you don't need anyone to authenticate your anointing if you are anointed you are anointed I don't hear the folks if you are called to be a demon chaser you don't need to qualify yourself to no man if you are anointed to raise up young people you don't need nobody to pass you through their surreptitious school of prophecy all you need is to unlock the gift I don't hear you when the spirit of the Lord come upon you and he says prophesy you don't look to the left and you don't look to the right you just prophesy and look up Somebody said prophesy. <laughs> Last week Sunday morning, cool Eshme, I know you that's near Shea. Rebecca Terry, I'm a new shadow. Felt the spirit of prophecy while ministering. God told me what to go tell one of his man's servants, Munakwe Shia told me we are to hold him and hold him good right in his two hands and to tell him thus said God I have given you the spirit of healing the gift of healings and you have not been using it but now rise up the man of God went nuts for brother Williams he came to confess to me after service don't let anybody intimidate you I was like what he said to me, anytime God tells you to do something, don't be afraid. He says, 10 years ago, God told me exactly what you told me again. And I have not walked 
in that gifting he says while you held my hand I felt like fire leaving your body entering into my body and he says Rev I am going back to the church and I'm gonna do what God says I'm to do Holy Ghost hallelujah if you look for man to validate your anointing you will drop dead and never do what God called you to do you don't have to say amen the light will say amen because it is so if you have to wait on man to authenticate that you are called you are chosen and gifted to sing you will never sing right in the middle of the service the Lord moved told me to call certain people I think that was the Thursday night yes and one of the one of the ones that stood out to me was that the Lord showed me a baby in a breech position and that the person was not at church but somebody related to the person was at church and that God was going to heal that baby and turn that baby around mark you I don't know this thing you know brethren when God talks you need to say what God says and give him the glory the mother-in-law for the baby the mother-in-law the grandmother of the baby ran up ran up with her two hands up the baby is breached the exact terminology what if I became intimidated by the men of God's and the women's of God that were sitting on the podium what if I allowed their presence to have intimidated me and let me feel like Lord Jesus you better not say nothing you know because you have some that when you look at their eye you see swords coming out of them like you know kung fu hustle when the two guys held the piano and went like this and you saw swords coming out going after you when you look at some people's eyes when you look at their expression sister crooks you better close your eye quick hallelujah because the big long knife will come you have to just dodge what hallelujah when god move and you move when god say talk talk when god say move move when god say prophesy prophesy when god say lay your hands lay your hands when God said give give when God said pray pray because it is by his spirit somebody say yes God has given gifts and he says many are waiting for their life to happen before they live it you are waiting for your life to happen before you leave it I am a one God apostolic what are you I am a believer in the liberating power of Jesus name I have been washed 
and I am still being washed in the blood sanctified by the spirit I believe in holiness and I suggest you do the same I've been set free by the spirit right in this church somewhere over Deso standing on my feet hallelujah I've been gifted I've been anointed I've been appointed and I'm gonna stir it up I'm asking you to nudge somebody and tell them do you know what you have do you know what you have I don't know what the Lord is saying with turning on the rain at this time, but I'm saying, let it rain. Hallelujah. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Lord, I hear you. Okay. I'm going to behave. Sister, woman of God, women of God, men of God, servants of the most high God, students, teachers, lecturers, businesswomen, businessmen, officers of the law, officers of the fire department, it doesn't matter who you are, lawyer, doctor, you could even be a thief, hallelujah, God has called you for greater things. When Jesus put himself inside of you via the Holy Ghost, it was eternal power that stepped into your corporeal flesh. When you received the gift of the Holy Ghost, then all the other gifts came on the inside with the Holy Ghost. So if you come up on a demonic situation where there are devils chastising somebody and you are a carrier of the Holy Ghost you've got the gift which has power in the gift so no matter what is going on no matter what the devil is doing you've got the authority to step into that situation and determine what is the will of God if God says there is to be healing you just exercise that authority because I know that I have the gift I know that I have the anointing and so sickness and disease is afraid of you I say sickness and disease is afraid of you because you are anointed you have got the gift you have got power somebody declare it I have the Holy Ghost say it right now I've got the Holy Ghost my body is the temple and when I get the Holy Ghost I get power somebody said power there comes a time and I believe the time is now when we need to make up our minds Holy Ghost come to church for real not for show sing for real not because of ability I don't hear the folks the Holy Ghost has told me to tell you 
he wants fruit and he's coming very soon the Holy Ghost told me to tell you that the time of reckoning is coming soon be reminded that the gift does not need you to energize it it is the energy itself the gift does not need you to pacify it it is already fully capable of doing what it is meant to do somebody lift up your hands and begin to glorify God somebody really begin to glorify God I really have the Holy Ghost I am gifted I am anointed but I am not walking it the devil has sown it in your spirit that you cannot please God that you can never live to operate in the gifting that God has called you to the devil has raised up some challenges in your life yes God I hear you some situations young minstrels that dare you to sing elder Miller some conditions in our lives have raised up against us it is of our doing sometimes and sometimes it's just the devil just mark we and come after we I need the church to say amen. amen some things we break up on ourselves and some things the devil just come at us with but it doesn't matter the genesis of the condition what matters is how we respond in the condition and to the condition the spirit of the lord showed me acts chapter 12 where herod that wicked herod came from a line of wicked kings the herods are not legitimate rulers in israel they are far descendants of esau which means that they are not after the Isaacian blessing they are Esau they are related to the unpromise so just like Ishmael was not the promise just like Esau was not the choice they flow from a relationship but they are not connected by covenant so this Herod stay with me the rain is falling hard this Herod had killed James and he had arrested Peter and he threw Peter into the inner prison but when it is not your time to die no one can kill you I want to hear what I'm saying when it is not your time to die nobody can kill you I don't hear the folks when it is not your time to die nobody can shoot you nobody can poison you nobody can crash in you and kill you because it is not your time holy ghost herod caught peter 
threw him into the jail but we are going to notice something we have a way in the apostolic world now where if a bishop a pastor an evangelist or some well-known person isn't in attendance we don't really get connected to God it is the truth whether you like it or not you want to prove it let me be absent for the next two months and see how much are you stay home I said boy I'm not going to church I'm not passing the day anytime passing the day boy service just kind of blah you know amen so I'm going to stay home because I don't want to blah service why is the service blah it is not because of my absence it's because of your blahness hello the service blah his service flat the service flat and you high no you are flat i don't see the service that can flatten me when i am high hallelujah i don't hear the folks you don't want to sing hallelujah i am singing hallelujah you want to sit down and look like god do you something sit down there hallelujah you want to look like the whole world is on your shoulder carry it galang hallelujah but as for me my body might not be very well but my mind is all right and so i'm gonna think on his goodness i don't hear the folks you see while peter was in jail there was a prior meeting at the church so while Herod was trying to kill Peter the church the gifted church was having a prayer meeting and they were saying right now let Peter be delivered right now let the jail be open right now send the prophet home right now carry him to us I believe that some people were gifted in intercession and they began to intercede heavenly father giver of life keeper of covenant open up the jailhouse now let out thy servant send angels the bible said that while they were yet praying there was a knock everybody who was told of the prayer meeting was at the prayer meeting so you can imagine they were hiding from the Romans they were hiding from the Herodites they were wondering whether or not a soldier they had the door but you see like us when we walk in our gift a lot of times when the gift operate we drop it and run you pray for God send you one dozen egg Holy Ghost me say you just bust the prayer you know father in the name of jesus i want to rub up a toto no you know use egg in a toto i want to rub up lord god a little black cake 
I have everything except the egg, Lord. And the chicken no get much feed this week, so me no have no egg. Lord, send me around a dozen of the brown one, them, Lord. That is in the transparent crate. Hallelujah. Lord, if you could send me one dozen egg, five minutes later, is Elder Miller. Hallelujah. Pull up at your gate. Knock it up. And say, I was at the shop. And the Lord said, carry a dozen to my sister. Here is the egg. When you put the egg in your hand, you start kilo Messiah, kilo mosquito, kill the Honda, and chop the egg. Hallelujah. Because you cannot believe that God delivered the egg so quick. Somebody say, yes, I true. Egg drop and broke up. Are you there? Hello, Mama Sata. Compose yourself. Take the egg from the elder and say, The Lord bless you. And go make the cake and send two slices to him and sister and the two boys. I don't hear the folks. Hallelujah. While the church was praying, there was a knocking at the door. Young people, whenever the church is at warfare and you're not called to be an usher or a deacon, stop walk up and down outside church. Because when God sends the revelation, you might turn it back. Rhoda went to the door, saw Peter. She was in the prayer meeting, but not in the prayer meeting. Maybe Rhoda was updating her status. And so she wasn't hearing what the Spirit was saying. I need somebody to say, preach, Bishop, pray for me. You're not praying. Maybe Rhoda was updating her status on Facebook. So she never hear when they say, send the angel with him at the door, Lord. Rhoda opened the door, see Peter and Lucky back. Look. When Rhoda opened the door, Rhoda must say, I must dopey this. This must be a trick. She locked back the door upon Peter. When you never read it, it's there. Because when you send people that are not developed in their gift to manage a serious situation, it won't always go the way it is to go. It's not that Rhoda wasn't gifted, but she couldn't handle the manifestation. When the church prayed and called on the name of the Lord, angels were sent to deliver Peter. Holy Ghost. All of the giftings were present in the church. When they sought God in unison, unusual miracles took place. When you read Acts chapter 12, after the miraculous delivery of Peter, Jesus Christ, and the Bible says Herod could not find Peter. Can I say something here and you pray for me? Do not sell out your brethren. 
there was no traitor in the church you can imagine if somebody left the service just tell them where the church service was they would have found peter but they were together together do not sell your brother out do not betray your sister when you know i say amen you better say amen one for all and all for one together we walk together we talk together we wash one another's feet many people say we have no need but we are doing the lord's command he says when you love one another so that men might know that you are my disciples i don't hear anybody saying a hallelujah there about your need to say a hallelujah the reason why herod could not find peter among others was that the brethren were together together holy ghost says herod is likened unto the opposition that is in your life against your gift you're anointed to work miracles but you're not allowed to pray you're anointed to deliver young people out of bondages but your life is upside down holy ghost i hear you you're anointed to preach the word and people receive god but the devil turns on your boss at work and she is the devil dressed in Prada Herod hated the church he decided to vex the church there are some systems that are against the church there are some demonic princes there are some systems of the world that hate the church don't want you to dress right don't want you to talk right don't want you to love one another i don't know if you know like i know but even after people are trying to reconcile there are still people trying to drive a wedge that's how you know that they're of the devil you and i are making peace you and i are trying to straighten out ourselves brother powell hallelujah elder miller me and you are trying to work out with things and rather than sister reed and auntie paulette try to help us to work the thing out sister reed and paulette gang up and a chat how that the, that the truth they not gonna last very long that they peace they not gonna last very long and there is no peace the devil is a liar somebody ought to get mad in the holy ghost and lift up your foot and begin to crush it when the devil comes and tries to sow discord tries to continue segregation opposition law this was not in the message i hear the holy ghost say fire wants Peter's head off but God says not so many of us are afraid to pray for angels to operate for us we figure it is too deep it is not in the Bible go read the Psalms it is there hmm? angels are at our service they are our ministering spirits hmm? ministering spirits to the saints an angel come to deliver Peter it was not the centurion it was not the quaternion it was nobody but an angel holy ghost in fact peter was so comfortable now tell me this how comes you in a prison 
Can I speak a little patwa? How come you're in a prison? They're about to kill you. And you're asleep. Master. The tempest is raging. Oh, the billows are tossing high. The skies are overshadowed with blood. No, You see, Peter was on the boat that night. <laughs> Peter was on the boat that night. When God is at large and in charge, Galanga, you bed, go sleep. I don't hear anybody. Let me say it in English. Go to your bed and rest. I say, when God is in charge, hold the pillow. Lay your troubles on your divan. I say, pull up your sponge pillow. Lay your head good. And say, good night, daddy. I'll see you in the morning. I don't hear the folks. When Peter dropped on I said, Peter, I sabbled. The angel smite him at his side. Get up! When you are covered, you can sleep at the beginning, the middle, or the end of any hurricane. I remember 1988. I was a boy. And I was a musician at the time, was I? I think I just started. And Gilbert was bubbling in the Caribbean and had set its sights on Jamdonia, sorry, Jamaica. And Bishop, Papa Bishop, then got up and told the whole church, no, no, uno go home. Go kneel down no zinc and put no black pan in zinc. Uno remember? Anybody in here remember? Where are the little liars them now? Remember everything the bishop said. Where are you there? How do you remember? You remember Sister P? Papa Bishop said, no, no, no. Bishop said, anyone no, no, go home, go near long, no zinc. That zinc wine blew off. Wanna remember? That time down a yard in a bridge when we hack up a black pan top of the zinc. Who don't know what I talk about? Anybody know what I talk about? How don't know and lie? Someone who have lagged upon it now. I hold on his ink. Well, I know we had a few um, black on top of a certain section down the yard. And Mama was sending me up there to make sure I said, alright, I said, Mama, me? Bishop say, we know if he touches ink then. Who don't remember? I remembered and Bishop sing the song. Keep me still. No, yes. I know, keep me still. Keep me still till the storm passes. At time choir sing it and some of them panic the choir fret. As a musician, we used to laugh and watch the choir. 
what some of them are singing, your brother your, um, Williams. And you see on the face of them, I said, Jesus. Not even zinc, me no hop on my roof, we go nail down, let alone, we go nail down zinc. But I remembered Bishop said it. And I remembered through the storm. Me and my brother climb up on the Uluva window by the top top. And a peep. Brethren, the shop that was beside us. We just watched this thing. Another one from on the back. Me and my brother run over to Miss Molly's side. That's Minister Dennis's grandmother's yard. And we look over Miss Molly's yard. Not a thing are gone. We in a free house. Nothing are gone. And we are saying, hold on. Bishop at it again, sir. When the eye of the storm come, we gone out and go and pick up breadfruit. Gone down a gully, take banana out a river. Hallelujah, carry home some. Put it on the veranda. Hallelujah, and go back in before the other storm come. Y'all think it's joke. It's laughingly serious. Brethren, there was only one member of our church that lost a zinc who shall remain nameless. And it was because somebody went up there and kneeled down that zinc over the closet. You remember? Hey, hey, hey. Me say, when the baddest thing in the universe mark your yard and say, no dog pass, no bull interfere, who is bad enough? Who is bigger than God himself to step in your yard and mess up your house? When God is for you, then who can be against you? I don't hear the folks. It's time we remember what is in us and learn to rest. Mr. Gilbert blow a coconut i remember some yard brethren when when you pass the yard not even the coconut tree you can look good at but i don't know how the coconut them blow coconut blow up the road down the road me in a road i pick up coconut and i carry over yard and mama said boy leave the people things i said the bible said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just and i'm gonna take my portion now coconut green banana i pick even cocoa running with the tree you don't hear what I'm saying. Ararut. Hallelujah. Sweet shop. Everything me together. Somebody ought to praise the Lord. But nothing harmed our house. What if Bishop was afraid of people? I never prophesied. I never tell us to go home and rest. Actually, Bishop said, go home and eat your dinner and pray and worship through the storm i was no more than 12. i had just started monroe i remember it as day and i remember some of my time you know the roof went really sound like you know, you know but me said no the man of god said Kiale. are you hearing what i'm saying peter was asleep i'm almost finished peter was asleep in prison peter went asleep so deep that is two times the angel of the wake him up do you hear what I'm saying? The man was at such peace. While he was sleeping, the church was praying. 
Someone is praying for you. I don't remember the most song. Someone is praying for you. It used to come from um, Family Radio. For when you know. You remember it. Just remember that someone is praying for you. Holy Ghost. Herod, mad that Peter escaped. He actually killed the guards. Every one of them died. Holy God Almighty. But he couldn't find Peter. This Herod was schooled by a Roman general he was an emperor i think named caligula caligula had told this herod that caesar is the only god and so he told him not to allow the christ that these jews were preaching to be allowed to get any worship because caesar was the only god and one day this herod because him began bad and killed James. He figured that he was going to have his way with Peter. And so he began to exalt himself and speak big things of himself. This part of the message is kind of scary, but it's needful. Huh. Oh Lord, Herod, who had built, he was a part of the building of the temple, the big temple that he built and pacified the Jews. He began to glorify himself before the people. And the people began to say, it is not the voice of a man, but it is the voice of God. And when Herod received the worship that belongs to the only wise God and never give it back to the Almighty, the Bible records that while he was yet speaking, worms ate him alive. time we take God's glory he will cut us down you don't have to say amen but you should anytime you take God's glory he will cut you off Herod died right before everybody because he never sanctified the worship to the almighty god but there is another story that's running with that it was because herod was still intent on murdering god's people before their time when god is for you anybody that lifts themselves up against you 
and refuse to repent shall not go unpunished Herod wanted them dead Herod exalted himself as God and God cut him down whatever your gifting whatever your anointing do not take the glory for yourself it doesn't matter how gifted you are do not take the glory for yourself somebody lift up your hands right now right now lift up your hands giftings are about to be unlocked people are in here that are sick and that are ready to be delivered people that are in your home there are some things that need to go on in your life and the word is in your mouth the release is in your tongue 